Hello, this is Appleton Engaged. I'm your host, Timber Smith. And I'm your co-host, Brianna McCooley. And Appleton Engaged is a podcast that explores the many people, organizations, and resources that make our community a great place to live, work, and play. So whether you're a longtime resident or just getting to know Appleton, join us as we learn more about our community together. I'm really happy to be here with you guys today, and I'm looking forward to learning a lot more about our uh, organization. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this guest and learning about this particular organization. Um, and this week's guest is Sherry Fetting. Uh, Sherry is the board president of the Appleton A Better Chance program. Hi, Sherry. Hello. How are you doing today? Great. Good to be here. All right. Sherry, can you please tell us about yourself and your association with Appleton and the Fox Cities region? Yes, of course. So my husband and I moved here 24 years ago, so Mm. I am not an Appleton native. However, I have lived here longer than I have lived anywhere else for any length of time. So so I kind of consider myself a transplanted native now. (laughs) That sounds about right. 24 years should qualify you. I think yeah. that counts. I think, I think that so. <laughs> yeah. So we've been, we moved here when I was pregnant with our first child. So both of our kids were born here, went to school here in the Appleton school system. We're involved with our church here in Appleton and a better chance. Okay. Well, I think that sets us up to transition right into, uh, can you please tell us about a better chance? Yes. So A Better Chance is a program designed to increase the number of well-educated young people of color in the U.S. to um, provide them ability to lead and be leaders in their communities. So our program, we bring these bright, promising students of color from other places to Appleton to attend high school here in Appleton. So while they're here, they live in a house. I always say, imagine the facts of life, only we have all boys. (laughs) So (laughs) we have a resident director that lives in the house with them and kind of coordinates things for the boys. We have all boys in our house because we have one big bathroom that they share. And the boys can choose to go to any one of the Appleton school district schools or charter schools for that matter oh so they actually get to choose they do get to choose the the house is located in the north district so if they don't want to go to a charter school then they would probably go to north however a lot of the kids that come here do like the charter school offerings that we have that's a big pull for us so um we have right now we have one at the North Charter School and one at the East Charter School. How many students do how many students can you have and is there a standard number of these uh, young men that you typically have in, at a time at the house? We would like to have about 6 and we would like to have them spread out through the grade levels so we don't have everyone graduating at one time and then we have a a little natural big brother, little brother situation going on where the older ones kind of help the younger ones get the feel of Appleton and everything that's involved in being here. 
in the past, I've seen pictures where they there's like 20 guys living in the house, and uh, it's crazy. They must have had it set up like four bunk beds in a room or something. I don't know how they crowd them all in, but we like to give people a little bit more space, so <laughs> we're limiting it to about six. I'm guessing the boys now probably enjoy having their own space. They too. like having their room to themselves, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I can't imagine cooking every night for 20 people, 20 teenage boys. <laughs> yes, that that sounds like um, a, a feat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can, yes. You, can you tell us a little bit about that, too? Like, how does the meal, how do meals work with the boys? Right. Uh, we have, we hire a cook to cook for us four nights a week. So that cook is in charge of making sure the groceries are there the proper groceries are there they work with the boys on what kind of things they like to eat and don't like to eat and then they try to turn that into a healthy meal so you know they can't have pizza and burgers every night they would if they could they would if they could yes they Um, are high school boys they are high school (laughs) boys yeah so we try to you know ensure that they are being well fed and their bodies are being fueled well for their work, their schoolwork and their everything else that they're involved in. So while they're in the program, are they allowed to also participate in extracurricular activities? Uh, Are they allowed to be in sports or other types of uh, academic organizations associated with school? Yes, they are. They're encouraged to be in everything they want to be in as long as they can keep their grades up. So we're focused on education, so that comes first. Whatever else they want to be in, sports, clubs, activities, music, as long as they're keeping their grades up, that's fine. Most of our kids are pretty involved. We Also for their college the college prep part of this, we do encourage them to have extracurricular activities because that makes their college applications that much better, having a good number of activities, and that also gives them leadership opportunities when they're in different clubs and organizations. Now, the Better Chance program, this isn't like a one-off program that's just in Appleton, correct? There's, There's more... This is part of a bigger structure. That is correct. Yes, so there's a national organization called the Better Chance. We are affiliated with them. However, we're a separate, completely separate organization. National works with schools around the country. For the high school students, they start working with them in seventh grade. So seventh graders start applying to be an ABC student for high school. So there's uh, middle school uh, counselors around the country that work with the A Better Chance National to identify these promising students. So the students and their families go through a whole process of applying to be an ABC scholar, looking at all the different schools that they can go to, and trying to decide where they fit best. So ABC works with 
about 200 high schools around the country. Most of them are private schools. There's about 20 of us called Community School Programs, or CSPs, that National ABC works with. And we are set up so that we have a house that the kids live in and the kids go to the public schools in the area. And so those are in areas that have good top quality education systems like we have here. Yeah, and and you mentioned before that so as the students are kind of looking at the school, so how does that process work? And you said one, you know, like one student's at North and one's at East in the charter program. So they do get to kind of have the option of choosing and they choose based on programs they're interested in? They do. So, so once they're in eighth grade and they've been accepted into the National A Better Chance program, then they would work with kind of like college placement people within the national program to help identify the schools that would be a good fit for them. So some of them, you know, some of them don't want to go to a boarding school or a school away from home. So there are some schools, if you live in the right area and there's a private school in the area that ABC works with, then that's an option for you. If you're willing to go away, then that opens up a lot more options. Uh, the boarding schools, some of them provide some scholarship or some financial aid for the families. Sometimes that's not enough. And that's one of the advantages of the community school program like ours is that it doesn't cost anything for the students to come to our program. So everything is paid for by the program. Wow. That's yeah. actually amazing. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, to have the opportunity. So let me just frame this out so you can make sure I understand. So the student has the opportunity to come to a, another city, another location that that is known for having a great school system and live there, literally live there with food. I mean, assume there's some transportation that might need to happen also to go to school, and it's all covered. It's all covered. We ask that the kids have their own health insurance coverage. Right. And if the parents can provide the way to get them here and back, but we have helped out with that in the past as well if the situation warrants it. How long has this program been going on because this also is another thing like it's um, this isn't new it isn't new so we've been here in Appleton since 1968 mm. so 55 years now so in 1968 I said that wrong 68 anyway in 1968 some, some very you know forward-thinking people got together and said hey we need to help out some students of color. We need to bring these people here to Appleton to go to our high school to give them a better chance of being successful in their future and, and getting into college and being able to be the people that they can be and not be limited by their surroundings or whatever their situation was. 
So the first students that came here were were probably some of the first brown-skinned people that the people of Appleton had ever seen. Mm. So it was a big deal. It was a very big deal, the first people that came. So now, fortunately, there's a lot more people around. It's not quite such a big deal to the city of Appleton that these people aren't so different from people they see every day. But it's a huge deal to the students that come here because they're getting a whole new outlook on life. Yes, I, I can imagine. Where, what are some of the, where are some of the places that students come from? They really come from all over. So we have had the people that, since I've been involved, so I've been involved for about six years now, the students that I know have come from the San Francisco area, the Los Angeles area, New York City area, Atlanta area, and rural Georgia area, I'm thinking. Kids I've interviewed that for one reason or another didn't match up with us. Texas, Washington, D.C. area, uh, Chicago, a lot of people from the East Coast. I, I think they have, I think the National ABC has some really good connections with the East Coast and the West Coast, and not so much in the central U.S., but I'm kind of thinking that's because the central U.S. has a lot of really good schools, and there's not as, I, I don't know, I don't know why. It mm -hmm. seems like not as many people come from the Midwest. Fair enough. Can you tell us about how you got involved in the program? Yes. So... Maybe about 10 years ago, I got a flyer in the mail asking for money. You know, you get those. But it was this A Better Chance program. And so I, what is that? And I opened it up and I, I learned about it through the, the mailer that I got. And I thought, well, this sounds like a really good program. And these kids that they're highlighting are awesome kids involved in a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, we should do that. And then I thought, okay, I can't handle having a, another high school student in my home with my current ones. So I sent some money. So then I kept getting flyers. and <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it works. <laughs> yeah. So then we got a flyer that said, we have two new students coming this fall. And they're both going to Tesla Engineering Charter School at East. And I looked at my husband both of us are engineers. I said, I think this is our sign. We need to do this. We need to be a host family. So we signed up. And uh, we signed up for one kid every other weekend. And we ended up with two kids every weekend for a while. <laughs> but those two kids are awesome. And, and once at the time, they didn't have enough host families to spread out. And then when they did get more, then I, I don't want to give up both of them or one of them. How would I even choose? But... Um, so they were, those two kids were a part of our family for four years. And during that time, I got more involved with the program and got on the board. And now I'm the president. And, and what does a host family typically look like if you only have one child? <laughs> yes. The typical host family, uh, you would spend every other Sunday afternoon with your student you would go pick them up at 
usually it's about noon to seven. We picked up our kids and fed them because they both slept in and hadn't eaten anything yet. So we picked them up, we gave them some brunch, and we would hang out with them, do different things. My family likes to likes the outdoors and likes to go hiking. So we did that. We took these two city kids and you know took them to High Cliff, <laughs> and they they were kind of amazed by all the trees that were there. But I think we ended up making nature lovers out of them. So that was good. We we just took them to wherever we were going. We took them to hockey games. We took them to, I don't know, sometimes it was high school sporting events. Sometimes we laid around on the sofa and watched TV. So, so that's the first part of the host family is that every other Sunday. And then on school holiday weekend, so if the kids have like a Friday off and have a three-day weekend, then then they would come and stay with the host family for the whole weekend. And generally they have two host families, so it would be every other school holiday that they come and stay with you. But that's that's kind of fun. When they were staying with us, I tried to learn to cook things from different cultures and um, got recipes from moms to make favorite dishes. So that's awesome. I, I love to try new things and, and to do things that make the kids feel comfortable and feel more at home. Okay. So that's what a host family is all about. Well, at this time, we're going to ask you to please share a narrative that will help our listeners understand the good and the importance of the organization. Right. So one of our students in the past came from extreme poverty. He's very smart. But his family would go to public orange groves and pick oranges to sell to try to get money to eat dinner. So so that's the level of poverty that they're living at. He came to a better chance. He was fortunate to be able to experience some different things with his host family and go to different places and, and really broaden his mind to what he could accomplish. Right. And then being here in Appleton, I think he was surrounded by people that were all headed to college. Whereas back in his high school, he would have gone to, it, they're not all headed for college. So it, it's, it's possible, but it's not the norm. And for here, it's a little more, a little more of a norm. So it gave him the confidence to be able to do that. He's now in engineering school. He's making a great life for himself. He's studying hard. He's going to be the first person in his family to graduate from college. So, and I just, I don't think he ever would have done that had he stayed at home. So it, and it's, you know, things like that and being involved with things like that, it really, you know, it really gets to me. I want to be able to help people be all that they can be, you know, have that better chance and, and be able to do, you know, expand their mind and think you, you can accomplish great things. You really can. You don't have to limit yourself. Yeah. I think there's something really big on um, just having the opportunity to see what can be. Yes. Yes. So we try to expose the kids to different, different things, different opportunities, different places, 
you know, just to kind of help them broaden their mind. Are there any upcoming initiatives, events, or engagement opportunities? Yes, we have our first ever golf fundraiser. So we're doing a golf outing on September 17th. If you go to our website, I think we'll link to that later, right? Uh, on our website, there's a, um, there's a link to the golf outing, and um, you can sign up there. We need players, and we need sponsors, too. And there are all different levels of sponsorship that you can do. Oh, that, so. sounds, like, that sounds like a good time. Pretty excited about that. Okay. All right. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Is there anything the community can do to be helpful to ABC? Yeah, we need a lot of volunteers to make this work. So, you know, we have three boys this year, which doesn't sound like very much, but we're making a huge difference in their lives. And as anybody with high school age kids know, they're active and they're hungry and they need to get places. <laughs> so, so, you know, people can... If people want to cook for us or people want to come over for dinner, that's an option. Meet the boys. We have a lot of different committees to to work on activities for the boys. Um, we like to do a house outing at least once a month um, where everybody in the house goes to do something. Last year we went to see Hamilton one time. That was awesome um, right here at the PAC. We go like to the pumpkin patch in the fall or to the haunted houses. The kids like to do that. Sometimes we've gotten tickets to like a Badger football game, which is really fun. I like to do things with them to expose them to colleges as well. So it's kind of cool to for them to get the feel of like Wisconsin and Big Ten college and see what it's all about so they can start to imagine themselves there. Yes. Yes. And who would people contact or how can they contact you if they want to learn more? Right. They can email at to info, I-N-F-O at AppletonABC.com. You can, there's also a contact me page on our website. So that would be the main way. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking um, that real quick, I was thinking also, is there a need for host families at this time? Is there a way that maybe maybe some of our listeners actually know students that would be a good fit for this? Do can students be local? What are, what are the possibilities? Um, because I, I think we've got a really engaged listening audience here, one that wants to be as helpful as possible. And I was thinking about those other things. Right. So if there are students here that are interested in being a part of the ABC program in general, that's what you were asking, right? Part, or or part that of it the, doesn't, and, and when I say here, I don't necessarily mean Appleton. Um, what I mean is it could be within Wisconsin, or yeah. can it be? The, if they're interested in the ABC program, they could email me at the info email and I can talk to them more about it. So typically, it's helpful for students to go to another place, like we were talking about broadening your horizons. Right. So I don't think we're allowed 
I think it goes against the purpose for someone like from Appleton to go to the Appleton ABC because you're already in Appleton and right. you have the advantages of the schools that we have here. So it's, it doesn't make sense. But if there's some other reason aside from schools that they're interested in being part of the ABC program, I can certainly hook them up with national or some other programs like ours if they're interested in going somewhere else to go to school. I think it's a great opportunity, and I think it's, it's – I keep saying this, but it's good for your mind to go to different places and see different parts of the country and the way different people live, meet different people. It just makes your life easier and, and you easier to relate to as you go through life. And host families. You said there is a need for host families. There is a need for host families, yes. We have one for every student now but we would like to have two so they can alternate their weekends and get to know two different families. So that would be great. It's, it's not a huge commitment. And I think from my experience, I feel like I gained more than the kids did sometimes just to, I don't know, it's just really nice to help out. And it's nice to have another person in the family and another you know, set of sporting events to go to or activities to go to. Um, you know, we have one of our kiddos that is into music. And so I got to go to his concerts, which is fun. And one is playing sports and I got to go to his sporting events and that's really fun. So host families can do stuff like that. And that's up to them. If they want to do extra, like going to sporting events or things, they can do that, you know, you just treat them like they're part of your family. Okay. Well, Sherry, you have a great opportunity right now to do some shout outs. <laughs> so who would you like to shout out? All right. I would like to shout out to everyone who has donated to the A Better Chance program because we rely on donors like you to support our program and to provide this opportunity for these boys that they that their families aren't you know taxed financially for so takes a lot of effort to get that going I so thank you to our volunteers thank you to our donors thank you especially to our board we're an active board and the members do a lot to keep the program running thanks mm -hmm. to our students and their families as well awesome all right, so this is our time where we start wrapping up the show. Appleton Engaged listeners, we just want to say we're a work in progress, so please feel free to reach out to us and let us know how we can improve the show, what we can do to be better. Um, and you can reach us at diversity at appleton.org. Once again, that's diversity at appleton.org. Also feel free to reach out to us if you would like to be a guest or if you have any recommendations on who would make a great guest. And our last request is please, Appleton Engage listeners, take time to, to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Um, this helps with our analytics because we think we have something pretty special here so more people can learn about this awesome podcast. Well, Sherry, thank you so much for telling us more about A Better Chance. And listeners, get engaged and stay engaged. Mm -hmm.